If you're a mamapreneur looking to grow your business in powerful new ways with the support of a mastermind and a business coach, I invite you to check out A Players. Being with women who are doing the same work, who are on the same journey, people who have done what I aspire to do. And I've never been more clear on the direction of my business. A Players is a 90-day group coaching program for mama entrepreneurs looking to get to the next level in their business. This is an opportunity to step into the spotlight and earn the visibility and the progress that you deserve. It is for game changers and action takers who are looking for the strategy, peer support and accountability so they can achieve amazing milestones in their business. Making the investment in yourself is like literally opening a door to the next level of yourself. It isn't until we really take that step and invest in ourselves that we are able to grow. In just 90 days, you'll achieve some of your biggest, boldest goals, all alongside some of our incredible mamas who'll be working on exactly the same things. I feel so well-grounded, at least in that VIP experience. And I'm also not feeling like I need to go off the rails and continue to offer other options now because this is nailing it. This is one of the most supportive and results-driven programs of its kind, and we want you to be a part of it. A-Players is a very special program, and it's only open for enrollment a few times a year. So if you want to take your business to the next level, this is your chance to make the leap. To find out more and book your enrollment call, visit mamasandco.com slash coaching. Hi, I'm Leanne Kim, and this is the Business of Thinking Big the podcast where we talk all things business mindset, strategy, and hustle. So if you're looking to grow your revenue, serve more dream clients, and create amazing new possibilities, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Stay tuned. Well, hey, friend, I'm coming at you today from my villa in Provence. My family and I have been here the last few weeks. And heading into the summer, I was like, oh, wouldn't it be so cool to record some podcast episodes from Provence? I was like, oh, that'll be so exciting. I'll feel so inspired. I'll have all these like great nuggets of wisdom to share. And do you want to know something? I actually have not been feeling that here. I've been feeling really inspired in other ways, but I haven't been having like tons of like business tips and tricks I wanted to share with you. So as I was sitting down, my team is very rare. Let me just preface this by saying it is very rare for me to be heading into a podcast deadline and not have all the episodes like fully recorded, batched, notes made, all that stuff. Like normally we're very ahead of schedule, but I got the reminder from my team today that we're three days away from the next batch of podcasts being due. And I was like, oh, I guess I better sit down and record something. Okay, nuggets of wisdom, where are you? And to be honest with you, yeah, I thought this would be feeling a little bit more of a spiritual episode, let's just say. And instead, 
I thought I would share a fun story with you. So as I say, we've been living in this little town in the south of France for the last couple of weeks now. Really loving it. The vibe is beautiful. The people are friendly and warm and everywhere we go, people speak French, meaning like there's just not a lot of like not as many international tourists as I expected. So that ticks a big box for me because a big part of why I wanted to come here was to bring my kids and have us all be speaking French. And, you know, I took French a long time ago. I really wanted to re-immerse myself in a language and I wanted us to all kind of get into the culture. And so that has definitely been happening. And every day, We've been heading out. Usually we head out in the morning and we either go to like a different town that we want to explore or we go to a new market that we haven't been to. Basically like all the things you imagine people doing in Provence, we've been doing those things. Plus a few of the more touristy things. We went to the Haribo Candy Museum one day. (laughs) I knew that was going to make the little people in my life happy and it did. To this day, they say it's been their favorite thing they've done so far on the trip. So, you know, every day we've been getting out and about and just trying to have interactions with people. We've been going to this cafe and the kids have been having the best time. They have to order their own croissants or pain chocolat, whatever they want to eat, they have to ask for it in French. So that's been fun to watch that every morning they're learning a little bit more and they're interacting with the locals And as we were going about our day one day, I stumbled upon this beautiful shop. And the shop's name is Floram, F-L-O-R-A-M-E. Never heard of it before. But on the sign outside, it said something, something essential oils. And I'm a big fan of essential oils and natural products in general, skincare products in general. So I decided to walk inside and oh my God, the experience that I had when I walked in this store has just been so phenomenal, so great, in fact, that I have been back almost every day <laughs> since being here. And I'm a little embarrassed to admit that, to be honest with you, because I'm not the kind of person who typically does this type of thing. I'm not a huge shopper. And I certainly don't go back to a place again and again. But the experience at the store was so special that it inspired me to record this podcast episode all about the experience one gets when they interact with your brand. It really got me thinking about what does it look like to give someone an experience through your business, right? A lot of times we think about, you know, the thing that we do. So in my case, it's coaching, If you're a photographer, it's taking pictures. And we think of that sort of delivery of service as being the brand experience. But in fact, the brand experience starts long before you're actually serving someone. And I want to share a few things that I picked up on in this store that I think they're doing really well. And I want you to be thinking about each and every one of the items I'm going to share and how it might apply to your business. So first and foremost, this beautiful store, the thing that I think I was wowed by immediately was the welcoming environment. The tone that is set the minute you step in the store, there is just a feeling of joy and a feeling of indulgence. And 
just the energy of the space itself is just so welcoming. You know, the door is wide open and there's this beautiful display right in front of the door of their products. First time I was there, there was a a sign for a promotion they were having and it was just so pretty. And in these very beautiful Provencal colors that it just really made me feel at home from the minute that I stepped inside. I literally didn't want to leave before. Like I I thought, I don't want to leave before I've tried every single one of these products. That's that welcoming tone. And so how this might apply in your business, most of you listening to this do not own a brick and mortar or a physical space, but I want you to think about that the tone that you're setting and the environment that you're creating in your business in general. So what's one of the first ways someone is getting to know your brand? Social media. If you go to your own social media, are you creating that warm, welcoming environment on, say, your Instagram? If someone were to stumble upon your IG for the very first time, would they feel welcomed? Would they feel like you are creating this experience for them? Or would they feel alienated? Would they feel, I don't know, talked down to? Would they feel like maybe you're not even talking to them at all? Like you don't even care if they're there or not, right? Or worse, maybe they don't feel anything. (laughs) Maybe they stumble upon your Instagram and there's absolutely no vibe whatsoever. That's what I want you thinking about. What is the tone that you're setting, that very first impression to your customers or potential future customers? When they stumble upon your brand, does it feel good or not so much? And related to this that I thought was really well done is I did not feel like they were pushing anything on me. In fact, One thing that the salespeople did is they went out of their way to give me space to try different products, which I love. I actually can't stand it when I'm in a store and someone's constantly checking on me and constantly like, hey, have you tried this? Hey, did you see this was on sale? I can't stand it. And so what I liked about that was it gave me space to kind of look around and try stuff out for myself. In fact, I got in there, everything was labeled. If there was a tester for each product, it was labeled as a tester, which, you know, sometimes that's hard to find. All the prices were in clear view as well. I really, really loved that. So there was a transparency there in terms of the, just the layout of the store and the products themselves, right? They, they were not hiding anything and they were most definitely not trying to force me into buying something. And so again, when you think about your first impressions, are you giving people the opportunity to come in and look around a little bit, get to know the brand a little bit, try stuff on, see if it fits, Or are you like, hey, I've got this thing. Hey, I'm doing a sale. Hey, I've got this big program coming up and it costs this many dollars, right? Again, that may work for you. I'm just sharing what I found really compelling about this particular brand experience that I had. I really enjoyed that I didn't feel like I was being sold to. It was a refreshing change. Another thing I think the brand is doing really well is just the packaging in general. Things are well laid out, right? When I was looking for a product, I could find it. When I was looking to understand 
a piece of information, I could get that information. And I'm saying this because all too often I go to people's websites and I really don't even understand what it is they do. And even sometimes if I might be looking to hire someone who has a specific skill set that my team needs, and I can't even understand what they do or how I could hire them. If that's happening to you, that's a problem. Part of what we need to be thinking about when it comes to creating a brand experience is helping our customers understand who we are and how we can serve them, right? This is what I mean where things are just well laid out. Things looked good. They made sense. The offers made sense to me immediately. I didn't have to go hunting for stuff. The information that I needed was right there. So again, this kind of comes back to transparency. And this is where I find it can be difficult, especially with, you know, working with newer or smaller businesses. It can sometimes be difficult to really get that understanding of how things work around here, right? So take a look at the first impressions that you're making. Look at your socials. Is it clear what you do? Look at your website. Look at all the places that people are coming across your brand and make sure that things are well laid out for someone who has maybe no prior experience with your brand at all. That's really important. And something that goes along with this, that this store did really well, is friendly staff right? Customer care. I did not feel like I was being surrounded by salespeople, but when I had a question, I knew there were people around that I could ask. There was almost always someone available. This is, by the way, something that pees me off about stores right now in North America. Have you ever been in a store and you're ready to ask a question about a product you want to buy and you look around and you cannot find anyone anywhere? Like, what is that? I think this is, you know, part of the economic situation that we're in. I think there's a staffing shortages happening all over the place, but I didn't experience that here. Here in this store, I felt like whenever I wanted to ask a question or I needed some help, there was somebody there who could help me. And what was interesting was, even though this is a small boutique store, the people that were helping me were not the owner of the business, right? They had a team of knowledgeable experts, and each of those experts brought something a little bit different to the table. So again, when you think about your brand experience, are you the only one doing the customer care? Are you helping all the customers? Are you serving all the customers? Are you answering all the emails? If you are, this might be an opportunity to think about where you could shift things a little bit. Could you be bringing somebody in who could help alleviate that? Because I'll tell you, oftentimes when the CEO is doing customer care, they're usually not doing a very good job, are they? Right? Have you ever emailed companies and it takes them days to reply? This just happened here in Provence the other day. I was curious about doing a cooking class and I had seen online that this other company, an olive farm nearby, I I saw that they did cooking classes. Well, I emailed them and it took them days to respond. And by the time they responded, we had already gone and visited a totally different olive farm. So, you know, probably because it was the CEO who was also handling all of the incoming customer inquiries. 
So I'm saying this, you might be thinking, I am not ready to bring in a team, Leanne, but let me ask you this. Are you ready to expand your business? Are you ready to grow and help and serve more people? Because if you are looking to do those things, you're not going to be able to wear all the hats forever. You're going to have to take some areas and take them off your plate so the business can grow. So it might be time for you to bring in some team members who can serve your customers and act as that welcoming first face, right? Whether this is in the customer acquisition process, or maybe it's a little bit further down with the client onboarding, I am willing to bet there's somewhere in your customer experience where you could be leveraging the power of knowledgeable, friendly staff that is not you. (laughs) Okay, here's something else that I really liked about this store. Again, I know I'm harping about this, but I just have to tell you this store has been so great. And I really have been going back every day. And every day I learn something new. And every day, honestly, I buy something new and I want to go back and and experience more. And one of the reasons why is this next thing I'm going to share. The brand grows with the customer. And what I mean by that is the customer will be served by the brand now and even in the future. It's not a one and done transaction. They're creating a relationship with the customer. And what I noticed about this store in particular is they had product lines for the different ages and stages of a customer. So they had skincare that was designed for more younger women, They had skincare designed for more, you know, older women, anti-aging stuff. They also had products designed for men. Now, I guarantee it's not a lot of men going in the store buying the products for themselves, but it is probably the ladies who, after a while of using their own products, they're going to go, oh, look, they sell a shaving cream. I'm going to purchase that from a man, right? I was actually inventing reasons to come back to this store. And I also decided to buy my team some gifts from this store because I loved it so much. So when a brand grows with the customer, what it's doing is it's saying, okay, yes, we've solved this first initial problem, but what other problems might this person be struggling with that we could also help with? Now, I'm not suggesting that you go and create 17 million offers for your people and that you keep hitting them over the head with the different offers all of the time, messaging this way and that way, and sharing this product and that product and this price and that promotion, right? That gets confusing. But are you anticipating your customer's needs? Are you thinking through the next steps? For example, if they complete program A and they've had a wonderful, successful experience Perhaps they'd be ready for the next level of that. What does that look like in your business? Are you thinking about that? Are you thinking about how a customer might stay with you today, tomorrow, and maybe five or 10 years in the future? Some of my favorite customers of all time have been with my business for five plus years, which in the online coaching space is a long time. 
And especially considering I've really only been at this, not even, you know, for less than a decade now, I've got a lot of people in my world that have been with me many, many years and continue to come back and continue to find new programs that serve their needs. Why? Because I thought it through. I thought about that customer experience. And more importantly, I thought about how the customer will experience my brand. I don't want them to buy one thing be around for a couple of weeks or months and then take off. I want them to come and learn and have a great experience and be inspired and meet great people. And then I want them to stay and I want them to pay it forward and I want them to bring their friends. You know, think about that. If that brand experience is clear in your mind, it's going to start to show with how you present to the customer, right? Think about how you want them to experience the brand. And this last point I'll share is that I think this this particular company did very well is they just went above and beyond. So it's this beautiful store with a ton of different products, great staff, friendly space. I'm trying on all these products. And then I saw this particular promotion. And when I read it, because everything is in French, right? So I had to kind of piece it together in my mind. I, I understood that there was some sort of physical service that I could have done to me. And it was like a special price. So I went and asked them about it. I, I was like, what is this thing? And they basically said, oh, it's a, it's a type of massage and we do it upstairs in our spa. And I thought, how genius that this store that wants to sell more of its products has also added a spa upstairs. Why? Because they want to give the customer the full experience. It's just another way for them to try out the products before they buy. So are you doing that in your business? Are you giving people a taste of what working with you is like? Are you letting people try before they buy? Or are you trying to sell them before they're ready? before they're warmed up, before they're all oiled up and massaged, so to speak. Okay, this is conversations getting a little bit weird, but you get what I mean, right? So of course, I had to try the massage and go upstairs to the spa. And I did. I made an appointment in my broken French. I came back the next day. I had a lovely conversation with the woman who did my massage. Her name is Julie. And Julie and I spoke for a few minutes. I got a great massage. She showed the products that she used on me. And it just felt like this very elevated experience. Now, you might be sitting there thinking, Leanne, this is totally normal. Lots of spas do this and lots of spas sell their own products. Yes, that is true. But what I think they did really well is they were a brick and mortar product store first, right? They're they're a store first that said, I think we'll sell more product if we give people these interactive ways of trying the product out, right? Going that extra mile for somebody so that they really feel like they've had the full experience they want to have. And so this might look different for you in your business. It might look different depending on where you're at. Perhaps you're just getting started and you've got kind of like the bare bones of your business in place and it might be time to elevate things. Maybe you're good at rendering the services, but you could be upping your game when it comes to customer care or client onboarding and just giving your customers that elevated feel. 
When I think about my own business, what this looks like for me, especially in the last couple of years, is the elevated in-person experiences I'm now layering into a lot of my offers. For example, this year, clients who work with me in a one-on-one capacity and my mama mentors will have the opportunity to come on my Panama retreat as part of the coaching program as part of the experience they've paid for already. So we're layering in these beautiful, elevated, you know, high touch experiences for people to really have that next level experience with us. Sure, we could stick with just coaching. Sure, we could stick with just doing what we've always done. But why? Why not think about going above and beyond? So there you have it. There's a little bit about my time in Provence, and I hope that there's something in this episode that is relevant to you. Maybe have a listen again and think about what is the experience that I am currently giving my people? When someone comes across my brand, what are they experiencing and what do they want to be experiencing? I think if you pull this apart a little bit, there is gold in this topic because after all, you don't want to be like every other brand out there, do you? No, you want to be something different. You want to create an experience for your people that they won't soon forget. And I hope this episode will help you do that. That is it for me, my friend. Have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the business of thinking big. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. We would love it if you could leave us a review on iTunes, which will help more people like you find the show. And of course, you can learn more at leannekim.com.